President Sir Ramaphosa is set to address the nation tonight for his annual State of the Nation address on government's plans for the year ahead. The address comes amid rolling blackouts, frightening levels of unemployment and the collapse of state-owned enterprises as well as failures of water and sewage infrastructure. Our team stepped out to hear what fellow South Africans expect from tonight's address. Let's have a listen. I think it's going to be in the line of increase in terms of taxes, you know, things like that, of which I don't agree with given the state that our country is in at the moment. I know for sure that he's going to speak about load shedding. So I think I would want him to speak about how load shedding has affected small businesses. I think for me the biggest thing is, is youth unemployment, you know. The government is constantly saying they're creating jobs in terms of, you know, EPWP projects. And we all know that they're short-lived. Well, my president, like, I think it can look at the bigger picture of, uh, of load shedding, you know, because, like, it's a lot that is happening, you know, because, like, when we go around, people are crying about um, load shedding. And, yes, like, he just gave us the speech that um, we must wait for two years. Two years is too long. Two years is too long. How many RGPs are still being built today? How many people are still homeless? How many people are living within rural areas that don't have the proper necessities that they need? So he should definitely look to address that, definitely. And what are some of the initiatives the government is going to put in place so that they can help small businesses? So when are we uh, creating jobs that are sustainable that people you know, can, can rely on in terms of, you know, lifelong income so i think that's what i'd like to hear the unemployment youth like us like we still need a job we still need a job so like ah uh, there's been a lot that is promising to us but there is no there's nothing that you can provide for us but you know it needs to be a concerted effort in terms of public and private partnerships you know um yeah d deciding how do we move forward in terms of creating sustainable jobs well, it seems there's a lot of expectations for tonight's State of the Nation address, but in what state is the nation really in? The Financial Mail team profiled some towns and got exposed to a reality that contradicts the, pros the progress espoused by President Sir Ramaphosa. Financial Mail's Yaku Fissa joins us now to unpack the details of what the publication refers to as the real state of the nation. Yaku, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yaku, Awesome. Yaku, let's talk about the financial mail's coverage. Um, you know, you headed into towns that some of us haven't even heard about. Um, let's just talk about where you went and what you saw. What one saw was heart-wrenching. Um, it can make one despondent. I was in such a mood when I came back mm -hmm. um, to Joburg. We're quite cushioned in this city, I must say. Yeah. And the refrain, everyone I spoke to, jobs, water, electricity. Sure. Um, you sit in, you have these towns with burgeoning um, populations. You can see new builds, new houses going up in the, in the townships. So there are pe people, but there are no jobs. Because mm. I try to get hold of some some of these smaller towns of local businessmen. Um, yeah, they aren't many. Um, there's this saying in the province where I come from, um, we call these towns Sasa towns. Mm. If it wasn't for the grants, sure. there would have been no people living there. It's, it's heartbreaking. Um, the despair, 
if you look at the children, because in the one town when I I hit the town, as schools came out, sold the children. I thought, what, what chance do you have in 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 life coming from here? So yeah, um, the sure. government has much to answer for. Um, it's been almost thirty years. Businesses should. There were so many opportunities um, to 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 bolster business in this country. People want to work. People, mm. South Africans are entrepreneurial. Mm. You see, in these towns, everyone eke out a living. Mm. When you drive past someone, a small informal trader with a stall, that is entrepreneurship. You see, there, um, even if it is to survive. So. But for businesses to survive, you need to drive. You need to have roads you can drive on the roads. I've seen in the northeastern Free State. Yo, um, I took some pictures also in the magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, my colleague Natasha Marion went to support um, Lichtenberg, mm-hmm. and um, the photos that came from there also. If you have a business, many times you need to do deliveries. Yeah, but yes. you can't do deliveries when the roads are. Non-existent. Mm. It, cost, it cost years the business owner more in terms of maintenance. That could have been used to expand your business. Mm. Now you need to maintain. As a business, now you need to get a generator. Yeah. Um, and what's the diesel price now? Petrol price 20, 20, 22, 23 mm. rand a liter. Those things guzzle diesel yeah. and guzzle fuel. <laughs> That's money that could have gone into expanding your business, mm-hmm. employing more people. Now you sit with no water. Now you need to make plans. I see in Lichtenberg they sell the water for a rand a liter. Sure. The municipalities sell it to us for around two to three cents a liter. Sure. I must say that is a good business idea. Yeah, it really but still, is. still, it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, it shouldn't. And um, also, you know, Yaku, one thing that becomes very evident here is, firstly, how far removed our politics and our politicians are from the realities of real South Africans, but also how local municipalities are failing. So I'm keen to then find out really about, you know, this, the, li- the line between national governments and the SONA that we'll hear today. And then, you know, uh, local government where service delivery really should happen. The disconnect, yeah. Yaku, it's so evident. What are we not getting right? Oh, <laughs> mm. I've written so many times yes. about this. Mm-hmm. The um, disconnect between national and, and local government, firstly, is how our legislation is set up. Mm. I'm not talking about the Constitution. Mm. The Constitution had beautiful um, ideals in mind. Mm-hmm. How our legislation is now set up, how you procure stuff, how you appoint um, suppliers to local municipalities. So, so um, Edward Kieswetter alluded to it this week when, when he spoke um, at the PSG webinar, um, where it takes a businessman about a day to get something done due to legislation that was created to um, prevent, ironically, corruption. It now takes two to three months. You can't operate like that. Remember, yeah. in the end, you run a municipality on business principles. Mm. Mm. It gets audited by the Auditor General also. Yes. Secondly, not enough money is flowing to the municipalities. Mm. Where the bulk, as you've said, the bulk of service delivery is, is delivered. Mm-hmm. They get a little, a, a tiny, tiny portion of the Division of Revenue Act um, uh, when the budget is um, 
done later this month. Mm-hmm. They can't cover um, their services with, with, with that money. Oh. I'm not even talking, we know about the corruption and uh, patronage. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about that. I think we all know yes, about that. Yes, yes, yes. But the funding going to municipalities is not nearly enough. Um, we need a we need a wholesale relook at how we fund first of all our municipalities, and then these minimum requirements that they, that municipal managers and CFOs and those people need to uh, um, attend. I know what the reason is; mm-hmm. it's the insu- but it has an awful, awful um, unintended consequence mm-hmm. because there are people sitting in those municipalities for twenty, thirty years who can do the job better than a parachute in municipal manager, but because they don't have a bachelor's degree in public management or whatever, mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. not allowed to do it. They know their communities. They've been staying there for 20, 30 years. This is, this is truly a big issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's where, um, in Afrikaans, we say the pop fall of the grond, mm-hmm, yeah. the porridge spills onto the, <laughs> the, onto the soil. Mm-hmm. Uh, legislation was created with good intentions, bad consequences. And I don't think the national government care. Because mm. well, remember, there's, there's silos of departments set up there. They don't really care about what's happening, especially in the in the towns of this country. If you go into the rural areas of the mm-hmm. Eastern Cape, beautiful people living there, no services. Sure. Yeah, I think um, today when the president gives the address, we'll certainly be looking out for um, you know, the kinds of, I guess, promises, that's what the today will be about, that really touch the lives of people that are outside of urban areas like Johannesburg and really need um, hope and then they need services. Thank you so much for your time. That was Yaku Fissa, investment writer for the Financial Mail.